Verbal Discharge. The world's third to best radio show. Not about squids. Every Thursday on Phantom Radio. Catch up at verbaldischarge.co.uk. These next two hours, or if you're listening to the podcast, probably about one hour and ten minutes, are going to be the golden two hours or one hour and ten minutes of your life. After this... You'll wither away into nothingness. That sounded as if you were almost about to get at something quite profound. I am about to. Oh, okay. 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 Good day. After this, you're on a downward spiral towards death. So enjoy it while you can. I'm not sure if that's strictly profound as it's it is. It's not profound, but it's true. It well, is. It is true. Yeah, I don't know. I think it's a di- downward spiral towards death, momentarily like punctured by some brief moments of, of, of sheer... levity. Comedic genius. Five and seven every Thursday or Friday if you're listening to the podcast. Shall we introduce ourselves because if you're new, um, we're we're people. Hello, my name is Robbie uh, and today I was hit in the face by an elderly gentleman. Really? Yeah. Wait, what? (laughs) When did this happen? Earlier we we went to the Maypole. Uh, Our live show is on May the 5th. Tickets have gone on sale now. Cafe Bar and Theatre. So there will be probably, there will be alcohol. There yep. will be cafe. There will be a bar, <laughs> and there will be a theatre on the stage yes, where we'll be. On the stage. There'll be there'll we, be there'll be things you can sit there. They do pictures. really nice see. cake as well. They do fantastic cake at the moment. I had a slice of the Victoria sponge. It's very nice. Coffee How? and walnut cake's pretty nice. We're not being sponsored by them, by the way. No, we're, we're not. Well, it's no, we're, just we are. We are. We are, and we aren't. Are we sponsored by? They're them? not. They're not giving us money yet. But if we can get people to their venue on May the fifth, then things change. Things will make change. Well, that's just payment for... for our services. Not that's not being sponsored to advertise. Will we get a pint out of this? Because that's all I've wanted all <laughs> throughout all the time we've been doing this discharge stuff. I just want a pint in recognition, and then I'm happy. Then I'll work like a slave. So... Uh, to go to, to go back to the story, I was telling. Oh yeah, yeah. I was yeah. Oh, of down. course. Sorry. Yeah. I went to walk past an old man, uh, an elderly gentleman, a member of the senior community, and he was talking. He was to his to his mate, his also old man mate, and. He, at one point, went to move his arm to gesticulate as I walked past him, and he hit me in the face. And I turned he to look at him. He hit you in the face? He hit me in the face. While and I turned to look at him, trying my hardest not to apologise for my face being in the way of his hand. I looked at him. He continued. He didn't acknowledge the fact that his, his hand had just hit quite hard the face of a, a Whereabouts in the face? He did not apologise Sort of... Like the space between sort of the, the mouth and the nose, sort of there, like, and it was knuckles oh, what, making sort of contact the, there. The, the upper lip, yeah, he got yeah. you square on the upper lip. That, that's quite a apologize. central part of the face, yeah, exactly. And he didn't acknowledge it at all. Did he not notice? No, he didn't. He, and just, I sort he of, didn't I notice to, that he hit you in the face. I turned to look at him, like in a moment of, you just hit me in the face. And he didn't do anything. He just kept he, talking to his friend. I guess he was on like ketamine or something and couldn't feel his hand. Let's not be presumptuous, but or was possibly. he trying to start a fight? Maybe Possibly. he was hoping he'd like inspire you to fight fight him. And then I'd rise up and he'd train me and I would become an inspiration bear, legendary Robbie, fighter. Robbie the bare knuckle boxing The bare knuckle brawler. <laughs> I like that. Um, um, I'd, I'd watch that. I'd watch that fight. Similarly, uh, I'm James. I once fought a pack of geese. I know. Really? Is, is this true? This might be true. It is true. And explain um, exactly in, where, in, when in a, and how a, it happened. In a certain sense of the word true, <laughs> it is true. Okay, and, and you just elaborate. Give us a bit of background. Well, I believe that the word true uh, arose from the Germanic term truen, which, which means... False. Fact, no. Um, truen means not in attendance, which relates to um, an absence of lies, which is what... Obviously, you can see the connection between truth. There is an absence of lies. It is the truth. 
And in that sense, <laughs> in the historic sense of the word, I fought a pack of geese. See, see actually, Trun in, in German me, means telephone. Does it? Yeah, not, not, not the absence of lies. So. Well, in a certain sense of the word telephone, <laughs> um, I was briefly involved in a Skype call with a pack of geese. And you fought them over Skype. I fought them over Skype, um, viciously. Um, we used the Skype punch em up feature, um, where we created little sort of Wii-style avatars for ourselves, um, and my Wii-style avatar fought a pack of geese. Were they Me-style avatars of geese? No, 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 they were full they HD, were real-life geese. Were um, they, like, digital geese, or were they just real geese real, pecking a screen? They were real geese fighting my Nintendo Wii after I threw uh, a series of Nintendo Wiis at them. Okay. And they clung onto the one that was mine and just began to savagely attack it. And so I started pelting them with more Nintendo Wiis. Maybe they're they... just really desperate to be Metroid Prime free corruption. So, oh, we've got to play Metroid and we need to know what happens to Samus. Hi, I, I, I'm Jordan. Um, I'm the other person on this show whose name begins with a J, which is an interesting factoid for you. That, that, is, that is true. Who, who can't spell names. Um, I, unlike the other two who have been involved in physical conflicts, mm. I've been wrestling with the idea this week of my own existence. Oh, and what conclusion have you come to? I exist purely to entertain the masses. How do you intend to entertain them today, Jordan? Well, today I'm going to entertain them through the medium of Verbal Discharge. If you want to find us, ah. we, we, we have a website. We it's do. verbaldischarge.co.uk. If you want to find us, you can also do that through the Facebook and you can find us on thefacebook.com forward slash verbal discharge. Or you could find us on Twitter at verbdisradio. Or you can email us at things at verbaldischarge.co.uk. Or, or you can go on our website or go on our Facebook page and you can find this little tab saying send us your voice, send us a voicemail, and you can send us a 45 second clip of your voice, of you saying something, and we'll play it. Certainly. Or oh. you could message us privately on Twitter. You could message our Twitter account. And like happened earlier this week, one of us will anonymously insult you in return. Or you could sign a big symbol of Jordan's face up into the sky from the town hall, and we would all come and convene. We would come in the night with our capes and our fists, and we would fight for whatever cause you wanted us to. Hello, it's me, Takeshi, from Takeshi's Castle. I've set a lot of challenges in my time, but none have been as easy as listening to Verbal Discharge. Because it's really good, and therefore easy to listen to. So, over the weekend, I saw one of the films, what came out, and it was a film called The Forest. And in it, it had a lady, and the lady was called Natalie Doorman. Yay! Natalie Doorman. Yep, that was her name, wasn't it? Natalie, no, she's a doorman. She's called Natalie, um, and she was just a doorman called Natalie. She is the best. She is Natalie Dormer. How is she in it? Um, well, this is the interesting point. Right. Because uh, in it, she plays two roles. She oh. plays these two twin sisters. And one of them is a forest. Yes. <laughs> and the other one is the. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, um, in the film, she plays two sisters, one of which has blonde hair, like Natalie Dormer does. Okay. And is the other a brunette? The other has black hair, like dyed oh, black hair. Oh, okay, okay. Like Natalie Dormer does when she's wearing a wig. Um, <laughs> and also, that, like the dark-haired one wears eyeshadow, and it's dark and mysterious, and ooh. Ooh, yeah. so, wait, wait, so they're, they're sort of opposing each other. Exactly. They're, they're, sort of yin and yang. Ooh, sort of a, duality. Yeah, like polarised like versions yeah. of each other. 
And on the whole, in the film, like the film isn't very good. There's a few decent jump scares, but it does this thing of... Like, oh, it's a horror movie? Yeah, it's a horror movie, yeah. Oh. Uh, the setup is, Natalie Dormer, one of the Natalie Dormers, goes one? to the... The one with the black hair goes to teach English as a foreign language in Japan. Right. Um, and while she's there, she oh. goes on a school trip to visit the suicide forest. The suicide forest, yes. yes I know the suicide yeah. forest. Is, is that an actual thing? Yeah. There is a forest in Japan, I believe it's at the foot of Mount Fuji, yeah. um, where people go to kill themselves in mass oh, numbers. That, it's that, one of that these does su- not sound nice. It's yeah. one of the suicide hotspots in the film, uh, or, or it's one, world, of, one of the most, one of the biggest the, yeah, suicide hotspots see, in the world. See, I, the I would think that, you know, we're deforesting all these beautiful places around mm. the world. Why don't we just cut down Suicide Forest? <laughs> because it, it is still very beautiful. It, it's, it's this very sort of nice rolling forest yeah, scape. Yeah, how many uh, people uh, have uh, killed themselves there? Lots. I, so probably best getting rid of it. I forget what the, the Japanese name is, but it translates roughly as Sea of Trees. So it's known as the Sea of Trees. The Sea of um, Trees. But yeah, Natalie, oh. <laughs> Natalie Dormer with black hair goes to visit the Japan and they go for a school trip to the suicide forest. Come on, uh, kids. Let's go <laughs> Wait, find... Let's, let's go and see where thousands of people have died. I mean, I mean I actually, little... no, I think, I think that that's fair enough. I think schools would actually do that. Mm. I, I, I mean, we went to Belgium with my school, and, and we went there mm. to see all of the war graves. And I tell you what, there are a lot of graves right, in but Belgium. That's, that's different. Like, if they took you to a, a war ground, a war field, like yeah, the, the trenches, yeah, yeah. that would be that would be. But weird. I've been to the trenches. Yeah, but not while there's a war going on, you didn't Oh, know. no, but wait. Yeah, because people are killing themselves every day there. Yeah, Literally but, every yeah, day? Yeah. That often? It is, it is, oh, yeah. It is the suicide hotspot in the world. It's the more people kill themselves in this forest in Japan. There is a really good else. documentary about it online where they follow one of the um, rangers mm. into the forest and they, they, they sort of go on this weird walk over the course of a few days through the suicide forest and there's a really odd bit where they stumble across a man in a tent and they go up to him and ask him, like, oh, hi, how, how are you doing? Are you all right? You're in the suicide forest. And he's, he's, like, he's like, yeah, I'm okay, I guess. So I'll see you later. And they're like, okay. And they walk away. And when they've got a quiet moment, they ask him, like, oh, so what do you think of that guy? And the rangers kind of, quite uh, sort of blankly, mm. very matter-of-factly, like, yeah, he's probably going to kill himself tomorrow. Uh, but yeah, so plot of the film, uh, Natalie Dormer with black hair goes, gets lost in the forest. The rest of the school gets home, uh, but they've lost Natalie Dormer with black hair. Do they leave her behind? They leave her behind, yeah. Do Whoa. they not notice that she's missing? They do, yeah. And so they tell Natalie Dormer with blonde hair is back in America. She flies over to Japan to go and find Natalie Dormer with black hair. Um, in the suicide forest. In the suicide forest. So she goes to the school. She has a look around. Da, 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 and then she goes into the suicide forest to try and find it. And it gets all spooky in there. And she meets some journalist who is inexplicably handsome. Um, oh, and- I'm a dark brooding handsome i bet he wears a denim jacket he does yeah, yeah. of course he all does, of that all the stereotypes no 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 does, he's just d- generic he, handsome man Did does he, he occasionally like lean against a tree smoking and say things wistful <laughs> and sort of brooding and mysterious There's a bit where he recites poetry because of course of course um, he does of course he does <laughs> but yeah uh, so that's what happens however the really interesting bits in the film are the handful of scenes most of them in flashback that we see in which the two natalie dormers are together because for most of the film, she's pretty good. She sort of she carries it. That's like her first main leading role in the film, and she carries the film perfectly well. She's she's pretty good. There's a lot of just leaning over and crying or just reacting to things, being scared. There's an awful lot of bits where there's a jump scare and then she wakes up suddenly. It's, it oh, happens seven or eight oh, times in the dream film. Dream sequences. Yeah. Is there actually an antagonist to this film? Not really. It's sort of just the forest, and they, they the forest up, is the antagonist. They try to add something with some creepy girl in the forest who's like one of the ranger's daughter or something. And they try to make her like a symbol for the spirits that live in the forest or whatever. But she's so, just a person. Um, but yeah, the interesting scenes are the ones in which Natalie Dormer is together with herself. Right. Because most of the time she's pretty good. 
but in the scenes where she's acting against herself, she is terrible. Yeah. Um, and they're, they're just, they don't fit in with the rest of the film. They're really bad. You can cut most of them out of the film. It will make a difference. However, I thought it was interesting as an exercise acting against yourself. And so this got oh, me thinking. No. I, I went and I Googled and I looked for some extracts in the script of The Forest and I didn't find any. So I tried to, from memory, write some of them back out, write some of the scenes out. Oh, this out. is going to be Oh, here we go. And I'm going to want... I've, I've written three, uh, partly wondering if Ben was going to be here, but it turns out I've got one as well. Uh, <laughs> pick out one of them at random. I want you to read both parts, both Natalie Dormer with black hair and Natalie Dormer with blonde hair. Well, okay? surely... To try and act against yourself. So sort of like... Oh, like great. The, 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 these, Dor- these two diametrically opposed forces yes. of Natalie Dormer. <clears throat> Natalie Dormer is an actual actress, though. Yeah. So I feel if she's failed miserably at it... <laughs> What hope have we got? Well, I wouldn't sell us down the river just yet, but I mean, what hope do we really have? <laughs> let's let's see how we do. Let's see how we so, do. Uh, who wants to go first? I'll I'll give it a crack. Okay. I'll, I'll give so it I'll a go. Pick one of the three out at random. So what what are these? These are just big um, sheets of paper. These are, yeah. So read the sort of the the where's the setting at the top of the page? Um, interior, parents' garage. Okay. Flashback, and then in brackets, their kids. Okay, this is towards the end of the film, but whatever. Um, so the, the 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 two characters have just yep. been billed as blonde hair and black hair. Yeah, because that I can't remember the names. Those are the real distinguishing. I'm going to have to come up with a with two opposing voices. Yeah, you are. You're going to have oh, to act against yourself. Did they have different voices? Well, no, they both got that Lee Dormer's voice. I was right. Say, yeah. Well, one of them will be because uh, I'll I'll play it as myself. Okay. So which do, is my hair closer to blonde or black? Blonde. Blonde. Definitely right. Blonde. So my voice, this voice, will be blonde haired me. Okay. And I need sort of a. Like, I, I don't know, maybe like... What's a darker, brooding voice? Oh, I'm dark and brooding. This is dark and brooding, James. <laughs> All right, big boss. I'm so mysterious. Oh, <laughs> Kaz. It took, it took my heart. Kaz. Oh, Kazura. We're, we're warriors now. Oh, <laughs> God, this is getting, like, creepier and creepier. <laughs> Do you know what this reminds me of? What does this remind you of, James? This reminds me of the moment in Lord of the Rings when Schmeagel, who is a young, storish uh, hobbit, is ensnared by the seductive evil power of the One Ring. And he savagely, savagely murders Deagle, his cousin, in cold blood. So should I, I get I along know. with should I get along with reading the script? Yeah, uh, yeah. This is the scene in which Natalie Dormer, as kids, discover her parents after they've been left alone for a bit. Hey, our parents are home. How cool! I'm gonna go to go and say hell. Oh no! What's wrong? They're dead. <laughs> I'm going to close my eyes, and for some reason, not seeing the torched remains of my parents is going to be a harrowing plot point for me in the future. This is so cool. My parents are dead. Now I can wear eyeliner and a wig forever. Well, I'm pretty sad about it. You should be. Your parents are dead. So are yours. Go back inside, sis. I need to protect you now. I don't Ooh. know why. I don't know why. Like the dark voice of me got <laughs> got increasingly American over the course of that. It did, yeah. I I thought you were better than Natalie Dormer, to be honest. Was I? <laughs> yeah. I I will mention that when I next see her. Me. Put, put that on your CV. I will. I was better at Natalie Dormer. Better at being myself than Natalie Dormer was at being herself. <laughs> uh, Jordan, do you want do you want to go? Do you want to pick I'll, up one I'll of the this two one. scenes? I'll pick this one. Okay. Um, and oh, where's so, this one? So this is the interior Japanese school. Okay, this is where Natalie Dormer with blonde hair goes to visit Natalie Dormer with black hair. So, so my voice is going to be the blonde hair one. I'll go along with that. And then yeah. I need I need a darker brooding voice as well. A, a sad voice. Make Mo- it a... Moby voice. A Moby voice. <laughs> what does my heart feel so bad? Well, no, um, I'll make it kind of... Uh... What does my soul... What what dark voice are you thinking of, Jordan? I can, I can only think of, like, punished venom snake. <laughs> <laughs> Do it. Ugh. 
Ah, so kids. <laughs> what does penis mean in Japanese? Sis, you are so irresponsible in how you teach these kids. But it's all part of the fun, sis. It's not fun. It's these children's education. That's what they said to Michael Gove. But did it stop him? Who's I... Michael Gove? We're, we're young, hot American women. The... I don't know that word. The, <laughs> the minutiae. Oh, the minutiae of contemporary British politics is not in our immediate frame of reference. Well, <laughs> I guess it was just a case of me being dark and brooding because I watched my parents die. Like how I can recite poetry at will. Go on, then. No. There you go. God, that was, that was masterclass acting. <laughs> right that, was, that was textbook portrayal of yourself. Damn right. <laughs> Alec Baldwin, eat your heart out. <laughs> So this this leaves just yours, yeah, Robbie. Yeah, yeah Robbie. just just mine, just my final. Um, this is one of the flashback sequences from near the start of the film, in which they're going through the grandma's house, um, like giving up her possessions and so on. Oh. The will after the grand's just died, I think. All right. So um, what's your dark brooding version of your own voice going to be? I think it's going to be the Donald Trump voices a few weeks ago. Oh, oh, I remember your Donald Trump voice from a few weeks ago. Yeah, <laughs> I remember it not being very good. <laughs> <laughs> so I, let's have it. Let's have it. Hey. Look at this teapot. I remember when Granny taught us to make tea using that teapot. It was a pretty great day. I then spat on someone and that made it a great day. I might not do that voice. No, no, no. Keep going. Like okay. you've, you've committed to it now. Okay. I just don't feel it's dark and brooding enough. No, it's dark and brooding. It's, it's dark and brooding, but in a totalitarian, potentially, <laughs> potentially world-ending way. Oh, sis, you are so dark and misunderstood. What do you think is in this urn? I hope it's food. It better be food. I'm really hungry. It's Grandad! What, is he, like, really tiny now? No! It's an urn, dummy! Yeah, he'd have to be really small to fit in inside an urn. Oh, sis! You are well-intentioned, but ultimately lacking in basic logic! That was that was beautiful. Thank you. That brought a tear to my eye, that performance did. Thank you. That was sadder to me than the ending of Toy Story 4. Toy Story... <laughs> then it, it will be. Uh, the ending of Toy Story is 4 it, is, is going to be real sad, Is it sadder than the ending of Toy Story 4, or is it just sadder than well, it's, Toy Story, Toy Story, Story 4 happening. being yeah. made? Yeah. Toy Story 4, I think it's going to continue alongside... Because up until now, the Toy Story series has been quite <coughs> light-hearted. Yeah. But it's aged with the series. Mm. So as you see Andy grow up in, in the first two films, when you get to the third one, he's gone to college. By the time that 4 comes out, um, he's on the streets. Yeah, he's, he's on, <laughs> sure he's on the streets. He's, he's, he's working the streets. He's sh- shaking what his mama gave him, uh, trying to pedal that ass to get the money for some cold hard crack. <laughs> pedal that ass. <laughs> pedal that ass. This is why Pixar won't hire I me. I think the key point there is the fact that he made that rhyme. Yeah. Pedal that ass for some cold hard crack. That that's not a rhyme. Crack, that crass. that is that isn't even close to being a it half rhyme. It, it, it was crass for the for the cold heart. Although cash, maybe maybe uh, I was yes. working something there like an ass and crack thing, because that is the sense of humour that I have, and that is obviously Which the first is, thing that they're like because it nice, is yeah. ass crack as like, in the like the, how as you, in the slit in your bum. Oh, I thought you meant like how you break a donkey's head open. Never mind. <laughs> that cra- was that, cracking that's, and that's cracking this. and ass. I was cracking oh! wise. I was cracking wise. About donkeys. Stop! <laughs> this is why. Why are we allowed to do this? So show? what have we? What have we learned from from this episode? <laughs> I've what? learned that none of us can act. <laughs> hey, hey. Yeah, okay. Yeah, we can't. Squeeze, 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 squeeze.
You know what time it is, guys? Uh, quarter to six. That is true, but also not quite what I was getting at. What I was getting at was that it's time for style. Time for style. 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 He has no style. He has no grace. Just kidding. We do. We are fantastic. But the point is, some things are in style. Some things come into style. Some things come out of like, style. Like wood. Wood is in style. Uh, like is wood like, in style? Yeah, like you know, when you're walking through a forest and you see a style, and you're like, oh, wood's in that. Wood, hey. wood was used to make that style. Hey, I see what you were doing there. Ooh. It's, it's all pun. so tenuous. It's all a pun. But you're all gonna see what I'm doing here now. I would like us to discuss how in style or out of style these things presently are. Okay. Firstly. Okay. Filling your pockets with onions. Is it in style or not in style? Um, um, I think it, it, this came originally from, I think it was Slovakia. Of course. In, in which a a fairly attractive lady, not you wouldn't call her beautiful, but you'd say she's she's passably attractive. Um, she, she'd have a curry, but then she would be embarrassed that it would be on her breath and she was lacking any breath mints. <laughs> so she'd go into the kitchen fill her pockets with onions and then people would be like oh can you smell those onions and she'd be like yeah it's definitely not my my breath because I'm... look I just carry onions in my pockets it's... I thought it started when you know when tennis players are playing tennis and they're given new do balls. they do that I'm not sometimes, sure sometimes they're given new balls and they keep them in their pockets when they're hitting it around yeah 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 I thought they started just replacing it with onions just because they got so used to having round spherical objects in their pockets oh could, that could you imagine that they just put onions in instead of tennis balls could you imagine like hitting an onion with a tennis racket the, just... the spray would hit you in the face <laughs> oh it'd be like a sort well, they of they didn't play with onions they just kept them in the pockets to, to weight themselves down oh okay yeah just like, so that they got like accustomed yanker. to the feeling of having the yeah. balls I there. mean I do know that gravity works differently for Serena Williams so yeah. she has to have onions in her pockets to keep her grounded otherwise she just floats away yeah. she drifts away into space yeah. and we can't let that happen we need her we need her here playing tennis so, could we come to a conclusion now that we know the history of it and we've outlined it? It's in that. style. It's is in it in style, style at the moment, yeah. You heard it here first. Filling your pockets with onions is in style. Um, secondly, oversized combat boots. Um, out of style. Uh, out yeah. of style. Some people think they're in style, but they're not. They're wrong. They're out of style. Could you tell me why they're out of style? Because they... Right, okay. Because combat is always wrong because violence doesn't solve anything no matter what Jordan proved in episode 41. Um, <laughs> violence solves nothing and therefore co- anything related to combat should always be out of style. So therefore combat boots should not be in style. But morally. But they're oversized combat boots and is that in of itself in as much as they're literally Is that the, is, b- the, the boots are too big to fill? Is that some sort of metaphor? Is, is that is, something is, is, is it, Yeah, is it all a commentary on the Iraq war? No, and on the, actually, the whole war on terror of the last ten years, but, in as much as they are the, the the size of the army, the size of what's going in to face it, is far bigger than the problem or the foot itself, the foot that goes down. But is that in of itself? Is the war on terror in style or out of style? No, it's not in style. It's happening. It's, it's happening. out of style. It's it's not a stylish event. I mean, some soldiers do wear a very nice crew cut to combat, but. Mm. But, but ultimately, the, the, the reason they're wearing the crew cut is out of style. Yeah. So, if we say that the war on terror is out of style, does making uh, a metaphorical statement about the war on terror being out of style by wearing oversized combat boots, is that, it's, it's, is that in style or out of it's style? It's trendy, but it's I, not in style. I, yeah, I right. would say it's fashionable, because, because obviously, as we all know, fashion is pain. 
and wearing oversized shoes is going to get you killed um, because <laughs> you'll get stuck in some mud and you'll have barefoot and then you'll stand on a piece of glass and you'll be like, ow, 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 I stood on a piece of glass and then someone's going to shoot you while you're distracted. <laughs> so now, fashion, fashion fashionable, yes. In style, no. Okay, right. So, filing all of your cheeses. Oh. As in filing them away, taking all of your cheeses and organising them. Oh, so not like a nail file and filing them like a cheese. <laughs> no, layer. as in as in getting a filing cabinet or maybe some ring binders and filing See, your I, cheeses. I, I'm not sure how in style this is because I've been doing this since two years before I was born. It, it it's just it it it's it's been around for a long time. My cheese filing cabinet. I'm too afraid to open it now because <laughs> there, is, you... there is something growing in there and it and it's got a voice. <laughs> I hope you mean like a, a poetic voice rather than just a literal voice. No, no. It, like it really it, has its own, like, its own sort of style. Like that filing cabinet has been in my house for 25 years now. It's, it's genuinely sentient. It, it's, it's genuinely like started to... It's, it's not great. Mm. It's not great speech, but it is a mimicry of the English language. <laughs> so okay. how, do we, how do we all arrange our cheeses? How do we arrange them? I generally like them from least mature to most mature. Oh, yeah. Okay. But yeah. I know some so people... the ones that are sort of spitting on the kids at the back... Oh, <laughs> it's okay. No, it was good. It was good. That, that was all right. Yeah. Um, I know that like some cheddar. people like the um, the Jubichismal system, mm. um, but, but I know that. See, I was I was tragically, <laughs> tragically trying to think of how I could work a cheese pond into Dewey the Dewey Decimal Cheesemal system. The Dewey Cheesemal system. The Dewey Cheese. Uh, Dewey like... as in Dewey Decimal, not Dewey as in Semitic. Or, I'm, I'm or, or like it's been left out in the morning and got some. So, well, actually, you can get <laughs> you can get dewy cheese because if you leave it long enough, it starts to sweat. Yeah, yeah. and that's so, dewy. That's the dewy cheesemal system. It's how much you you file it by how much your cheese sweats. I arrange all my cheeses by director surname. I I arrange all my cheeses by their sexual orientation, <laughs> and then I file them away in separate cabinets and so never so intermingle. Options. How do you how do you arrange? No, because that suggests that you're going to put. I'm going to put all the straight cheeses first because they're the best race. No, 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 then I'm going to no, put no, the no. bisexual cheeses. No, 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 like, no, no. Why, not, why would you? Why they're would you, all on how equal footing. I just, I just. So what you're saying is you're shelf. you're segregating I'm them. Segregating them. But you're segregating them equally. Yes. The, right, now that is fairness. Yeah. That's is equality. The, right. Is the system is, or is cheese sexuality? Based on the idea that cheddar won't mate with Edam. Well, see, no, because because or... as as we know, Wednesdaydale with cranberry is a bit fruity, so um, we put all them together. <laughs> oh, oh dear, Jordan, oh dear. So, filing all of your cheeses in style or not in style? I'd say not. Yeah, no. We're gonna stay. We're gonna go for uh, not in style. Practical, but not in style, because we all know those two things do not go together. No. So the next thing I want us to debate whether or not it's in style or not in style. Genuine Margaret Thatcher pubic wigs. <laughs> <laughs> now, are they in style? Obviously, there was a time when having your own genuine Margaret Thatcher pubic wig was very much in style. It, it depends. It depends. It, it went out of style, yeah. but is it making a comeback? It, we're, it, so we're talking made from Margaret Thatcher's own pubic hair. Yes. You've got to remember yes. that there are several styles here. So we've got we've got like the, all the sorts of different pubic hairstyles that Margaret Thatcher wore. Yep. Um, which I, I'm not pretending to be an expert, but I've seen pictures. Um, <laughs> where? I don't want to, just so I can avoid those places. Yeah, where, where have you found pictures of Margaret um, Thatcher's pubes? In in David Cameron's inbox. He left his he left his computer open and I did a bit of searching. Do you think that all of the uh, former and presiding heads of the Conservative Party 
all have like a sort of a pube bank yeah, where they, know, they, they know, store all of their pubes you know in the like jars. most people have you know you, you know what like most people have headshots if you're a tory person a tory um, prime minister the first thing that happens when you're elected into office is they take you out back um to a nice scenic area and they take some pube shots so, so you get they, they like them well. Someone comes along, then, does the makeup on, you, on in, your pubes. In number ten Downing Street, the, in on one of the bedroom walls, there is just a lineup of all the Tory pubes. They're now stored in sort of a museum, so people can come in. You sort of go to the front desk and say, "Hello, hello, I want to see John Major's pubes today." Yeah, and they sort of they take you over. They'll show you. These are John Major's pubes. They were taken in what 1988. Um, they are some of the finest pubes in our collection. And you go through, they, they, they're, they're wel- just wiry. They welcome you into it, um, into the um, sort of, you, you, I can imagine there's sort of a big archway as you yeah. walk in. And maybe just as you get close to it, it lights up and there's neon signs reading the pubes of conservative leaders and then just below it, through time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and like, like you go through and there's like a black and white section and, and they've got like Winston Churchill's sort of yeah. salt and pepper <laughs> haggard pubes. And, and as, as we all know, because this, this has just happened, this is the progression of society, the pubes are probably getting more sparse and more, more and neater and trimmed. And I think, I think they... David Cameron is as smooth as a baby. Do they ever like privatise their own pubes and they just have private companies go and grow them for them? <laughs> <laughs> Outsource your pubes to the Chinese. Or they outsource it to their head and they just like re- who do you, who, it. what country do you think makes the nicest pubes <laughs> <laughs> god this is this is derailed hasn't it i would imagine Wait, what were we doing again i would It'd imagine like, like 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 maybe maybe sort of not necessarily country but area i would imagine maybe say alaska because because yeah. there's a lot of like sort of nice natural whale oils <laughs> that you could use to season your pubes or, or rather season sorry <laughs> or, not or rather, be eating them or rather gloss them like, I'm like, picturing like sort of Latvia, like the sort of mid-European. Uh, is Latvia mid-Europe? I honestly it's, don't know. It's Eastern Europe, I believe. Yeah, so, or towards Eastern, Eastern Europe. Europe. Yeah, oh, Italy or somewhere, somewhere where they're known for conditioning their hair, but they've also got quite a warm climate. Wait, are the Italians um, so known for that? Are the Italians known yeah. for using hair conditioner? Well, they're known for having nice hair. But do they In have part. nice pubes? Presumably, well, well, it's all hair, isn't be it? Nice hair, yeah. So it's all hair. So let's let's reach a point. We've heard about the history. We've explored <laughs> the Conservative Party pubes through time, but are genuine Margaret Thatcher pube wigs in style or not in style? No, I think they're in style at the moment. David Cameron's making a resurgence of this. So, so coming back, but not fully in style. Yeah, Do you, this is something Corbyn wants us to keep hold of the pube archive, but he doesn't <laughs> want us to have any pubes in it. <laughs> <laughs> um, next up on the list: sickeningly white eyes. So are we t- explain explain so you know the whites of your eyes yep having a person where the whites of their eyes are so white they make you feel physically sick this is sort of apartheid isn't it yeah hey you with the really white eyes back of the bus <laughs> um, hey you with the white eyes you can't sit in this cafe isn't it interesting with the progression of society actually that sitting at the back of the bus now makes you cool yeah 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 yeah. Well, I think it's because um, the people that were generally, at least this is my reading of it, who mm. were sick at the back. Uh, who, who <laughs> just, were sick at the, just throw who, up. I, that I, means I, no one else is going to sit there. My shoes were once thrown up on, on by a girl sitting at the back of the bus. Oh. And do you know why that was? Yeah. It's because that surely sitting on the back of the bus connotes a certain... Obviously, you've got that sort of racial segregation history. Does that mean that sitting at the back of the bus means that there's sort of a social outcast thing? And at a time, like when you're in your school years, Mm. where being a sort of renegade element, a rogue element, is seen as cool, does that mean that being racially segregated at the back of the bus could be seen as a potentially sort of 
appealing. So, so the sort of thing you like, like, oh, I hope someone segregates me today. <laughs> well, interesting. Interest, I'll, 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 it's only a quick analogy, a uh, quick little, I, I've forgotten the word for it. But anyway, I sat at the back of the bus once, yep. um, I, me and my friends. Um, we, Are you going to talk about the old man again? No, no, no. Um, no, okay. no it, and, and there was this guy known as Bully. I think I've talked about him before. His name was Bully. Um, he got stabbed to death. So, oh, um, that. you know, that's, that's pretty bad. But he came oh, up, he came was up he, to me. Was he gored by a bull? No, no, no. Did, um, he, did he, he have a really he, ironic? He death? stopped on his moped and threatened someone, and they stabbed him in the neck. Um, <laughs> oh, that's that's, wow. that's, yeah. that's not funny. Yeah, that's not funny. Wow. But anyway, anyway, there was this guy called Bully, and he he came to the back of the bus because he was year eleven, I was about year nine, and he he told me to move, and I was like, no, I'm sitting at the back of the bus. He's he then um, about two miles away from my house took my shoes. God, Bully's aptly named, yeah, yeah. isn't he? Yeah, he took my shoes and threw them out of the moving bus's window. <laughs> How did he take your shoes? Were they not like tied? He, 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 no, he grabbed them, he grabbed my legs, pulled me down the bus and literally yanked my, my shoes off of me. And he, he pulled your shoes off? Yeah, because his friends were helping him. Oh, right. Because uh, as we all know, yeah, bullies, yeah, 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 they, they have, get them they on have groups of friends. So I couldn't really do much. He threw my shoes and, and I, I had to walk home with no shoes. Oh. That's actually awful. Did yeah. you tell the relevant authorities about when you teach? Yeah, them? yeah, and they they excluded him for a day. So there you go. <sighs> the justice system works, people. Jordan, <laughs> on the one hand, this sort of previous emotional turmoil that you've undergone is is really tragic, and I do feel for you. <laughs> but on the other hand, are sickeningly white eyes in fashion? Oh, yeah. Or... <laughs> yeah, that was what we were talking about. Um, yes. Are we are we saying that they're in style? Um. I don't think they're out of style. So by by processing the elimination, so they're sort of fashionable, but not necessarily in style. Like, yeah, you don't think you wouldn't think less of someone for having really white eyes, no. but you wouldn't necessarily go, "Cool, he's a trendy gentleman." Okay, the next one: um, covering your wing mirrors in lard. <laughs> Is this in style or not in style? Um, I think it only has practical applications. I I think it's going to catch on though. Like just hearing that, I want to go and buy a car and then cover the wing mirrors in lard. Mm. Do you know what else it helps with? When you're looking into the rearview mirrors or your wing mirrors to see what's behind you, obviously it's covered in lard. So everything's got this kind of cool '80s camera sort of sheen to it. So yeah. everything mm. looks nice and smooth and sort of soft and faint yeah. on the eyes, and also really dangerous because you can't see what's behind you because your wing <laughs> mirrors are covered in lard. But that's danger, and danger's cool. So it's in style. And there as you go. Flight of the Concourse once sang "Fashion is Danger," and so that means that da- if I remember anything about maths, it's that if you've got an equals like an is, then it's the same backwards. So if fashion is danger, then danger is fashion, and fashion is just the same as style. So are we going to say that covering your wing mirrors in lard is conclusively in style? Yes. Yep. Okay, fair enough. I'm glad that we got down to this one. I need to get some lard and lather up those wing mirrors. Um, nipple tassels, in style or not in style? No. Not in style? No, Just straight, not in style. straight off, not no. in style? I, I think, I think they're, they're, they've reached kind of... Saturation. The, yeah, there's too many of them. I, I prefer the nipple bow tie. Mm. What is a nipple bow tie? It is a bow tie for your nipple. What? So as in you've just got a tiny bow tie over your nipple? Yeah. That sounds quite. In, that sounds like the sort of thing I could get behind. That sounds in style. Yeah. That that so bow ties. Yes. Bow ties are cool. Tassels. No. Okay. Okay. We'll accept that. So not in style, but bow ties are. So I'll make a note of that. Uh, the next one: covering your teeth. Do you actually make a note of these every time you say? Oh, I make every, a note of I'm that. actually making a note. I'm writing down all of these. <laughs> uh, I'm, I want a conclusive document. Every time you do this, do you always note down? You actually because I notice you turn to your book with a pen. 
And you mostly write it down. I, whenever I ask questions like this, I generally write down this, Why? A, a brief summary of the response. I like to have a record. <laughs> okay, fair enough. I would have thought the record is the podcast that goes up online, but fair enough. Yeah, but like, I, I need something that just, just at a glance I can look at in hard copy <laughs> so I can see, yes, I wrote it down. Um, Margaret Thatcher pube wigs are coming back, but not in style yet. <laughs> so, um, nipple tassels, not in style, but bow ties are. Yeah. Or nipple bow ties, rather. Nipple bow ties. What about covering your teeth in cellophane? Like, all the time? Or just for a particular purpose? Um, just occasionally. Like, you know, you've, you've got an event you need to attend, the, like a red carpet premiere. Yeah. So you get a haircut, you make sure you're looking good, maybe a bit of makeup, you put your suit on, and you cover your teeth in cellophane. Mm-hmm. In style or not in style? I think I think it would go a long way for dental health. I mean, <laughs> it, 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 you could eat a lot of acidic foods and not have to worry about it. It's mm. it's clear to me that hey. it's in style. So are we going to say that's in style? It's cellophane is. What? Well, I don't know because you're, 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 his pun was so bad I just wanted to you really, draw attention No, you need to, to be it. more confident. You need to really sell a fane, that pun. You both disgust me so, so much. So next, um, <laughs> sorry, I, I, was, I didn't actually make the joke because I was just feigning to do cellophaneing to do so. So covering your teeth in cellophane in style. What about a backpack full of pears? <laughs> I'm not sure why that tickled me so much. Um, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I, 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 I can get behind. I that. God, you're both really, really quick to decide that that is in style. I like why pears. do you not think it's in I style? Like I'm indifferent. I I am an outsider to the world of style and fashion. Not like, unlike so you. am I. Well, well, you you both seem to be quite decisive in terms of deciding what's in style and not in style. Because you're putting us on the spot. We've got a live show going on here. I feel under pressure to make a decision yeah, yeah. for the listeners at home. And I feel under pressure to further pressure you to tell me whether or not a backpack full of pears is in style. Well, we said yes. In style. We said yes. Well, there we go then. It's definitely in style. Yeah. Note that down, James. I am doing. I, I know. I'm literally doing it right now. Do you want to see? No, look I can there. see. No, I can see. Look, yeah, look, well done. Jordan. Yes or no? Does that or does that not say backpack full of pears? Definitely in style. Yep. Yes, it does. Thank you for confirming. <laughs> um, illegitimate children in style or not in style? Oh, it depends, I suppose, on how good they are. Could you live your life vicariously through them? Because if you could, they're in style. If not. Should have probably well, left them at the roadside. So you're saying that it's in style, but it's subject it to dep- terms and it, conditions. It depends mm. on the quality of the child. So it's potentially contextually in style. Contextually, yes. Would you agree or disagree? I, with this? I think the way you put it, the, it, it, it depends on terms and conditions. I think there's definitely potential um, for estranged children to be in style. Okay. So there's potential for it, yeah. but, but you wouldn't necessarily immediately identify it as being in style. Yeah. Would Would you consider Woody Harrelson to be in style? Because really. he has, because he has illegitimate. Well, he doesn't. Does he? Does he have illegitimate children? He was. Uh, oh, he was an illegitimate his child. Fa- actually, his father was a hitman. Who Wait, really? Yeah. Woody no, Harrelson's dad was a hitman. No, he wasn't. Yeah, he was a contract killer. That, that. You're joking. No, seriously. Seriously, I'm, I'm deadly serious. His father was a contract killer. Is this... You're not joking. I'm though. not joking. I'm not joking. Woody Harrelson's father was a contract killer. How, how does I'm, that... I'm sceptical. I don't believe you. Yeah, I don't believe Robbie, you. Let me Google this. Google I'm, ha- I'm Googling this. This this is... But, but is he in jail? What? Okay. Uh, Charles Harrison was an organised crime figure who was convicted of assaulting a federal judge. Uh, um, he's the estranged father of actor Woody Harrelson. Oh my god! Um, He's actually telling the truth. Yeah, 
Yeah, he's respons- he was arrested for four murders, and there was allegations of him being involved in the murder of JFK. Oh, he killed he killed the judge. Yeah, yeah, he he took out hits. So he, what 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 was his name? Uh, Charles Harrison. How did he die? Just out of interest, because I saw an escape attempt and death at the bottom, and that that intrigued me. Uh, he died of a heart attack whilst trying to escape. <laughs> oh, he's he's not a good. So. Is the murderer of judges, Charles Harrison, <laughs> is he in style or not in style? Uh, not in style because he's dead. He's in the ground. So he's um, not in style? No. Okay, right. Let's move on to the final one now before we come back to sort of the second part of this. Uh, dressing, okay. dressing like a surgeon. <laughs> <laughs> if you're in a hospital, it's definitely in style. Yeah. Everyone's dressed like a surgeon there, especially it, in surgery rooms. It depends how many people would let me cut them open. <laughs> okay. I'd let you cut me open, Jordan. Thanks, Robbie. Right. It means a lot to me. So those are all of the um, all the things that could Providing be... Providing you were correctly trained. ...could be in style. Those are pretty um, nicely organised there. Now, could we please structure them from most stylish to least stylish so oh. that we have a conclusive list of... Well, a backpack full of pears is pretty stylish. Are we That's saying that... Top. Okay, right. So, so right let's there. start with a backpack full of pears. So yeah. backpack full of pears, definitely the most stylish. Um, we've also got nipple bow ties. They're pretty stylish. Pretty stylish. Pretty stylish. Are they Not as stylish more... as pairs? A backpack full of pairs. They're number two. Okay, so nipple bow ties are number two. Also a great band. Nipple bow ties. <laughs> okay, so what else did we say that was in style? Uh, filling your pockets with onions was in style. Yep. Yep. That's. I'd say that's actually both nipple bow ties for me. So I'll put that one there. Filling pockets with onions. Um, other ones that we've got that we said were in style were covering your teeth in cellophane. How does that fit in? I'm I'm less old. I'm not 100 percent old on this. Yeah. Uh, I think it sort of slides over. That's, it's middling. On, it's like a three stars as a recommendation yeah. type in style. Okay, that works. So we're sort of running out of the ones that are definitely in style. Oversized combat boots are trendy but not in style. We've also got sickeningly white eyes as fashionable but not in style. Mm. And genuine Margaret Thatcher pubic wigs are coming back but not in style. I, think, I put them. Yeah, the pubic wigs above the other two. Like fourth, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. So, so far we've got four. In in order, currently, from ascending to descending, from stars to least stars. Yep. Backpack full of pears, filling pockets with onions, nipple bow ties, and covering teeth with cellophane. Should we do one more to round out the top five? Yeah. yeah, yeah top yeah, five yeah. most stylish things. So what have we what, what have we got then? For which, which one do we think is the most stylish? Oh. Um, of oversized combat boots, genuine Margaret Thatcher pubic wigs, and sickeningly white pubic eyes. Pubic wigs. I go with pubic wigs. Yeah. Is it more or less fashionable than covering teeth with cellophane? More. more, yeah, more, more. more. Okay. And in a few years' time, it's going to be even more so. Well, there you go. You've heard it here first. We have five things that are definitely in style, and those are backpacks full of pears, pockets full of onions, nipple bow ties, genuine Margaret Thatcher pubic wigs, and covering your teeth with cellophane. Hey, um, it's your mate here, the Pacific Ocean. Just wondering if you got my last few messages. Uh, yeah, great. Yeah, it's just about verbal discharge, the live show on the fifth of May. Just wondering if you're going. Yeah, yeah, great, okay. Uh, if you could just give me a ring back, you got my number. Fantastic, cheers. See you around. Alright, bye. So, um, are we all familiar with the Sonic the Hedgehog fan base? <laughs> oh, yes. Yeah. Tragically, oh, they... tragically familiar. Have you been antagonising the Sonic fan base? <laughs> You've been antagonising the Sonic fan base? No, I haven't been antagonising Sonic fan base. Because uh, are you about to antagonise the Sonic fan base? Because we will we will be killed off the internet by Sonic fan. They are people. ruthless. Speaking of ruthless, speaking of how 
incessant they are. Mm-hmm. Sonic fans have this big history of there's this like huge ongoing Sonic world. This this nonsense, not the, not the actual Sega Sonic one. There's a separate Sonic universe made up by fans in which they have all of their own OPs, their own no OCs. Sorry, OCs, original characters, original characters yep. which are not oh like Eric. Cold Steel the Hedgehog and things like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. But, but yeah. they they have literally gone onto paint and chose Phil color and got Sonic or Tails and then just filled him in with a different yeah. color. But given him like sort of some piercings and an Evanescence shirt. The worst thing, no, some of them are actually quite good drawers. Some mm. of them really, really aren't. Some of them are adults. Some of them aren't. Um, but there's also a Sonic Wiki. Uh, which is the official Sonic, the main Sonic wiki. Does it address it has, the... Yeah, great numbers of pages with these characters on them. Right, okay. So I wondered, who would we all be if we were Sonic the Hedgehog characters? Wait, is there like a seeing Robbie as, the Hedgehog and a... Yeah, seeing as most of the characters are just like kids projecting themselves on, so they've given them their own name, and then they've created the Hedgehog based around their, their name. Right, okay. I thought I'd look up all of our names, the Hedgehog, and find out who we are in the Hedgehog universe. Oh, my Lord. If you found one for each of us. I found one for each oh, of us. Oh, of course. Of course. I am beyond excited for this. So, um, I'll start with Jordan the Hedgehog. Oh, 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 oh. This is the description do- for Jordan the Hedgehog. Oh, is it like an OC description? This is the yeah. This is the given description on Sonic. Uh, Wiki, have, have you got the uh, the name or like the sort of username of the first the Jordan that actually created Jordan the Hedgehog? Um, I haven't for Jordan the Hedgehog, unfortunately. But you do for others. I do for James and Ben the Hedgehogs. Is that for, we'll, we'll, we'll see why we'll later? We'll, we'll see why. Jordan is a mysterious Hedgehog who is in love with Nancy. Oh, that that so Nancy, not so accurate. That Nancy, that sexy, sexy Hedgehog. <laughs> He was formerly in Team Sonic Storm Adventures, but now he is working for the Darians and the Black Widows. Hey, I, I'm getting paid. <laughs> <laughs> At least you're working. I'm turned like, up. Yeah. I got some monies. <laughs> but he left the Black Widows because of what he did. Doesn't tell us what he did. Um, that's because because of, what he we did. all know it was an infamous event when Jordan the Hedgehog did what he did <laughs> to the Black Widows. When I did, when I did what I did, I had to leave. So. What did you did? I did a bad thing. <laughs> did you did a bad did? I did. I did a bad did, and it did back on me, and I did leave. The Black Widows. The Black Widows. Um, you I, then you then rejoined Team Sonic Storm Adventures again. Of so, course. What is Teams? Is that a game? Um, no, Team Sonic Storm Adventures seems to be the overall world universe name. Oh, okay, um, so right. It seems to be Sonic Storm Adventures, and then and there'll I'm, be I'm that's part like the, of main, the team. main team. Yeah, it's like Sweet. an armada. And I'm part of an armada. <laughs> Am I a ship or a hedgehog? <laughs> it's sort of anyone that sides with Sonic. I think the HSS then, like, Jordan. There's a separate one for anyone that sides with Tails and blah blah blah. Wait, there's actual sort of coalitions and. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and there's sort of an ongoing, like, almost role-playing thing going on. Is there a war, or...? Yeah, there has been wars, so okay. from what we're getting into, like, people mentioned, oh, he was in the military, he was in the Sonic military or something. Um, this is my really rifle. There are many rifles like it. I kill hedgehogs. <laughs> I will gouge out your like, eyes and fill it full of beer cans. This things. is my rifle. There are many like it, but I am a hedgehog. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jordan was born in one of Tails' machines when Molly was turned into a hedgehog. Of course, we all remember that. I don't know what that means. Jordan was born in one of Tails' machines. I'm I'm with that so far. So Tails the the Fox builds machines. Fine. And Jordan, you you were born in one of them. You know when she was turned into a hedgehog? Yeah. You know what that reminds me of? That reminds me of when Grima Wurntong was termed against uh, the people of Rohan. um, And he was eventually (laughs) ousted as an agent of evil and a spy for the White Wizard Saruman uh, and exiled from the walled city of Edoras. 
Terrific. That's what that reminds me of. Terrific. No, but the sentence then goes on. When Molly was turned into a hedgehog. So is that just like a parallel event that happened at the same amount of time? I imagine I so. When Jordan was born, so was Jesus Christ, because he's the oldest of us. Um, so I'm just... Ha! Yeah. Um, Take or is that. it... No, they, 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 they were born way after. They were more like when I was born, when they formed. Right, um, okay. Take right. That. Come on, I want to hear more about Jordan the Hedgehog. Sorry, Jordan the Hedgehog. Uh, yeah, he was born in one of machines when Molly was turned into a hedgehog. He fell in love with Nancy. Oh, take that joke. But... a uh, slow. Yeah, it took but, me too long. Nancy doesn't love Jordan. Oh well, I've been, I've been there before. <laughs> <laughs> there's there's some tense differential there. It says you fell in love past tense, but Nancy doesn't love. But then it says at the start he loves. It then cuts straight away to Jordan kisses Nancy, making Sonic heartbroken. Ha! Take wait, that, Sonic. Wait, is Sonic interested in Nancy? Apparently. Apparently so. But I thought that Nancy didn't love Jordan. Nancy she... doesn't love Jordan. So does that mean that Jordan, Jordan the Hedgehog has forced himself on no, Nancy no, the Hedgehog? No, she, no, she, she doesn't love me, but I, I am just like, a, 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 as, as we would call in modern day society, a side bay. You're, you are a booty what? call. What is Your a hedgehog bay? A side bay ego. is somebody that you have on the side while you're in another relationship. Okay, but then why is Sonic heartbroken? Because Sonic is... Was Sonic uh, in a relationship is with the Nancy? actual bay. Okay, oh, okay, oh, okay. The phrase makes yeah, sense. Yeah, yeah, that makes side sense. bay. Uh, that's go. all the information we have on Jordan Hedgehog, unfortunately. He's an, in, he's an enticing character. He is. He's, he's I, I am rich. mysterious and I was born in a machine. There's a lot of uh, turmoil, a lot of character conflict there. <laughs> I like it. There's even less on Robbie the Hedgehog, which is me. Okay. But it reads, Robbie is a nerdy geek. Because <laughs> you need both. He's not enough him being a nerd, not enough him being a geek. He's, He's a, a nerdy, nerdy geek. geek. That, 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 it, it's not snappy enough for bullies to pick on, though. Yeah. You're like, nerd, yeah, you nerdy geek. geek. But, but they just leave him alone because they're like, I can't be bothered to say four syllables. <laughs> nerdy geek. That's Wait, that's three, three syllables. syllables. I was thinking nerdy geeky. No, but once you add in Robbie, you nerdy geek, that's that a, becomes a lot. far that's too five much. Ne- that's five syllables. No, I was right, you nerdy geek, sorry. Yeah. Oh, right, yeah, I'm yeah. with you, I'm with you. Yeah, yeah. So, Robbie is a nerdy geek who lives in Haven City with his friends Martin and Zoe. He's already two up on me. Um, <laughs> a data Robbie has been part... This is the bit where I lose it completely. A data Robbie has been friends with Andrew and Miranda, but Wait, the real Robbie has never met them. Data Robbie? A data as, Robbie. As in data. <laughs> as in, like, information. As in my vital statistics. He put himself into Andrew the internet as a sentient program, and now they've made friends. Over That's the what chat I think room. it is. Yeah, he spends all his day on Omegle. <laughs> but the real Robbie has never met Andrew and Miranda. I, Who's I, Andrew and Miranda? They're Data Robbie's friends. Okay, and it says has been friends, and not for is a it long Miranda time. Miranda Hart, or yeah, it's Andrew Garfield and Miranda Hart. Yeah, um, a Data Robbie has been friends with Miranda and Andrew, but it says has been, so it's it past tense. So they're not any friends anymore? Robbie, I'm guessing I need they, more information data, on Data Robbie hedgehog. is just a has-been, that's it. Yeah. This, this he in, was Robbie, now he's Data Robbie. Yeah, this entire situation is growing increasingly dubious. Do you want to know the only other line that's in there? The Go on. Line. He is voiced by Evan Peters. <laughs> <laughs> Who's Evan Peters? He's the, the guy from Kick-Ass. He's the friend in Kick-Ass. Yeah, yeah. And he's oh, Quicksilver right. in Days of Future Past. Oh, that guy. Yeah, that guy. Oh, the guy who plays Tate in American Horror Story. Probably. Yeah, it is, it is, it is. He's, he's the dark, brooding, sexy one who oh. shot up a school. And yet, they find out part of the series, he shot up a school, and yet I he's mean, still kept as the dark, brooding, sexy character. <laughs> I mean, like, spoiler alert, but it's been out for long enough now. Oh, series one happened ages ago. So, let's move along. We've got all the hedgehogs. So, James the Hedgehog. Oh, here we go. Now, James's 
wasn't on Sonic. Well, the page on Sonic Wiki was a stub. It just had said there was a James the Hedgehog. So you, you had to go into the this. deep. I found okay. the guy that created James the Hedgehog, and I found his DeviantArt page, and this is the description. Okay. In which he details. So name James the Hedgehog. Age sixteen years old. Ooh. Powers and abilities. I've well, got powers. You've got powers and abilities. Well, my Hedgehog counterpart has powers. Y- yeah. Do you want to hear them? Yeah. Go on. Well, he can control the sound. What? <laughs> now that that fits because he's got a really loud voice. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And I'm a nerdy geek. And Jordan, you're in love with Nancy. It all fits together. Yeah, it all fits together. Do I have powers of the sound? Because I don't think that I'm particularly. You can loud. control the sound. I'm not loud. <laughs> well done. Well played. Well played. <laughs> That wasn't that. That wasn't supposed to be visual comedy. I just absolutely Jordan actually leaps from his chair, pooped myself. <laughs> so, um, when, so he has the powers of the sound. He has the powers of the sound. When he wants to run fast, he, can, <laughs> <laughs> he only use his special shoes. Brackets. He cannot run faster than Sonic XD. <laughs> 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 Wait, what? So he can only run, to run fast. He has yeah. to use special shoes. Yes, but even with the aid of special shoes, he isn't as fast as Sonic. Yeah, XD. Yeah. Wait, Sonic XD is in Sonic Extra Dimensions, or, or XD is in the face. It is in the face. Yeah. Right. Okay. Okay. It could be Sonic XD. Oh no, Sonic X. Start, start with the one where he went into the real world and the other kid talking to him. Um. So, so James the Hedgehog can, has is the master of sound and has special shoes. <laughs> yeah. Wow, Which is what accurate a... so far. Do I? I don't have special shoes, oh, don't you? though. They're not in style. Hey. Description. He's an apprentice. See, this is supposed to say apprentice, but they're supposed to A P P R E T I C E. Apprentice. 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 He's an apprentice freedom fighter, and he learned. Can you be an apprentice freedom fighter? <laughs> um, I, it's yeah, a bit like see, being a freedom fighter, but you're not paid. No, no, no. <laughs> you, you get paid, but it's below minimum wage. It's like we'll give you two pound for every week that you work for us, and then and then you're like, do I get any rations? And they're like, no. Um, That's it. You've you got to have, to supply you've yourself. Got to have three years' work experience to get into the freedom fighting industry. Yeah. And yet, there's no positions available for and, people and, without experience. And, and usually, the, even if you do have experience, the only thing they offer you is exposure. Yeah. Um, so that's that's great. He's an apprentice freedom fighter, and he learned to be a good fighter with Sonic Shadow and Silver. Of course, I not mean, he learned. Not he learns. He he he. he what? Sorry, he learned. He learned to be good freedom fighter with Shadow Sonic. He and learned Silver. to be good. Was, did he have to go to like? Oh, a training... any of, are any of them actually freedom fighters? I don't know. When he says freedom fighter, does he mean freedom fighter as in like, oh, I'm sort of a keyboard warrior, like I'm I'm, I'm going to rant a lot on Facebook <laughs> about about the political left, or does he mean freedom fighter as in Mujahideen? <laughs> is James is James the Hedgehog on a personal jihad? <laughs> <laughs> he have a inexplicable capital letter, bro. What's what's an inexplicable? No, okay. He has a and then the word bro is spelt with a capital B. Right. Well, maybe um, yeah. to really put the emphasis on that bro. At least I've got inexplicable bro. Wolf. Wolf is your brother. You've got two brothers. Not the not wolf. even like Ricky the Wolf. Just Wolf. Just Wolf. Just, just wolf. wolf. Friend of Wolf. <laughs> friend of Wolf with special shoes. <laughs> James, friend of Wolf. If he touched the ground or the water. He can make vibration, and the element react to his vibration. In what way? It just reacts. It goes. <laughs> it, rea- it, it, it kind of goes. Huh. Ooh. Do you think that, <laughs> that maybe maybe the writer of this is getting at something because he's already stated that he uh, that James the Hedgehog is a master of sound, yeah. and all sound is is vibration in effect. 
So exactly. is, 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 is he effectively just repeating himself? This is him. He's like, he's just learnt the sound of vibration in GCSE science. And he's therefore, he's going, oh, put that together. Yeah, yeah that makes sense. Um, he hates Eggman. Not e- Eggman. <laughs> Not Eggman. <laughs> oh, my greatest. <laughs> Not Eggman. Eggman. It's, it's Eggman. Double like... E-G man. Eggman's like his physically deformed brother. <laughs> <laughs> Eggman. I'm Eggman. He helps him out in the lab. <laughs> Dr. Eggman's like, get, get the fork, Eggman. And he comes out and he's got a hunched He's got like a fork in his eye. <laughs> he's like, I did wrong, master. I'm Eggman. Igor man. Um, <laughs> the he, best part of that, the best part of that, which the listeners won't be able to hear, was the physical action you did <laughs> alongside it, where you sort of raised your arms to your chest like a T Rex, squinted an eye, and pulled your neck back. And <laughs> that was beautiful. That was. I want that. I want that forever. Okay, I'll, he hate Eggman robots and <laughs> Snively. <laughs> It's a Pokemon. He is the grass type. It's the yeah. grass type Pokemon. Wait, is this is this set within a Pokemon universe as well? I don't know. It might be Lana the Pokehuman all over again. Oh no! Uh, oh, and just when he, he, he likes Kit Kat bars. <laughs> <laughs> okay, James. Do you like these things? Do you like Kit Kat bars? Yes. <laughs> do you <laughs> cats? Yes! Really, <laughs> the train of thought, they've just gone Kit Kats and they've just gone, well, cats, that's the next item, isn't like, it? Well, they like Kit Kats, I so they must the, like cats. I hope the next one is Kit. Um, it's not. It's music, brackets, techno, comma, nightcore. I, I don't. What is nightcore? I, um, I don't know. Song, Jake Gyllenhaal. Hey, I don't know enough about nightcore to be able to comment, so I'm going I'm to refrain from that one. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I should have read this properly in advance. He's stupid. <laughs> Not wait, like. Where does it say that? Just, just like, wait, is, is in in the like section? Yeah. He, he likes the fact that he's stupid. No, it's just one paragraph. It says he likes Eggman. He dislike. No, sorry, he dislikes Eggman. He likes Kit Kat bars. He's stupid. Not like big, but he's also have Sonic stupidity. Is Sonic known for being stupid? Not like big, but he's he's, also he's more headstrong, isn't he? And yeah. stupid. He just rushes in. He's bold and courageous. Fools rush in. <laughs> His parents and grandfather are robots now. <laughs> Wait, what? His parents and grandfather. So they are weren't. They weren't now. before. They weren't before, but now they are. Well, because robots can't organically reproduce, can they? Wait, so they're robots now. Now, yeah. Right. Okay. So, so what's the history of what's going? Oh, on? Okay. okay. His motivation. He wants to avenge them. But they're robots. They're, yeah, so, so they're robots. So he can say, yeah, but, but, but they're them. robots. So they're, they're still just got sentient. Voices. So does he want to avenge them by like turning the person who turned them into robots, into consequently a robot. into a robot? That would make sense, unless it's a robot. But he hates robots. He says he hates robots. So does he hate his parents now? But he wants to avenge them. And his grandmother escaped. His grandfather is a robot now, but his grandmother isn't. Where does it specify that his grandfather's a robot? It says his parents and his grandfather are robots now. So what about his grandmother? His grandmother isn't a robot. What happened to his grandmother? Maybe she's dead. Well, I expect be sad. It's not not a However, robot. Do you want to know an even better thing? I have found a fan fiction story oh. about where James the Hedgehog got his spikes. Do we, do we want to read this? Go on, go on. If if you can gloss over it, should I read it or should or Jordan? Do you want to do you want to come and join in? I'll I'll, I'll join in. I, I I enjoy these sort of things. Um, <coughs> okay, okay. Shall we do paragraph by paragraph? Okay. So if you if uh, okay, uh, we'll start uh, yeah. there. Uh, okay. So once upon a time, there lived a hedgehog called James. <laughs> James was a small brown hedgehog with black beady eyes, but this was no ordinary hedgehog. James was a hedgehog with nothing but skin. 
He had no spikes. <laughs> 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 he had no spikes on him at all. James worked night and night and day. James worked at night. <laughs> <laughs> that, yeah, that's why he's he's so disprivileged. He's just really cheap. He works in a sweatshop. <laughs> <laughs> James worked night day and night trying to find out how to get spikes on his back. But nothing had ever worked. Rolling in a thorn hedge, hibernating for five days, sticking <laughs> twigs. Hibernating. Stick, that's just being lazy. Sticking twigs onto his back, and James <laughs> was a hedgehog who could never have spikes ever. That afternoon, James on, went you, for. You skipped, you skipped something. Oh, well, sorry, you sorry. Even you, oh, running yeah. into a brick wall didn't sorry, work. It, it, it was even running into a brick wall didn't work. Anything. <laughs> That's a logical way to get stop, on your back. Full stop after didn't work. And then there's anything with, a, with an exclamation mark. James was a hedgehog who could never have spikes ever. That afternoon, James went for, comma, a walk. When he saw a load of black clouds, comma, James was petrified, so he ran home fast, but creeping to hibernate until the white clouds came back down to earth. <laughs> James was petrified, so he ran home fast, but creeping to hibernate. Using his special shoes. He ran home fast, <laughs> but creeping to hibernate until white clouds came back down to earth. Three days later, after the black clouds had gone into the... Wait, U- so he's hibernated for <laughs> even less time it, it, than The white clouds previously. came down, and then the black clouds went up. Three days later, after the black clouds had gone, gone into, into the, the universe. universe. Carry on. they weren't to begin with. This just with. doesn't make James, sense. Carry on, carry on. James had finally come out from hibernating. James felt like going for another stroll. When all of a sudden, <laughs> oh no, look above, someone shouted. They've oh messed- dear, oh dear, James thought. It's an earthquake. <laughs> Carry on. Why look Carry up? On. Floor- Why look up for an earthquake? <laughs> they said look up. An earthquake is an earthquake. No, 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 sorry. He didn't, he he didn't say look up. He didn't say, he said, oh no, look above. <laughs> Wait, so are they underground? I don't know. Are these hedgehogs underground? Let's continue, uh, let's continue. The floor started to vibrate, and James rolled straight into a prickle bush, up and down, round and round. When the earthquake had finally stopped, James crawled out of the prickler bush. James looked you, James looked you towards his back and shouted, I have spikes! All he had to do was to wait until an earthquake, and then it would roll him into the prickler bush. Then all the prickles will stick into your back, lol. Smiley face. And that's how the hedgehog got his spikes. What, what absolute subterranean toss by anonymous <laughs> that uh, was that that was how can, can James we look at the comments got his, go on. um samantha really enjoyed it thank you um abby <laughs> said it was, it was okay, okay. <laughs> naomi said wonderful stories my boys were delighted what's the fourth <laughs> emily said some things did not make sense <laughs> <laughs> which is an understatement i think you're getting at something there emily can we leave a comment uh, we can. Yeah. Or, or oh, would, we have to make oh, an account. Should we do that in during the next break song? Yeah, we'll do yeah. that during um, the break. Finally, I also looked at Ben the Hedgehog. Oh, go on quickly. Uh, now Ben the Hedgehog was. I also found his DVD art page. The guy that made him. He's older than me. That guy. What the and guy who made? There was ben a drawing of Ben the Hedgehog. Yeah, the one I found with these comments was posted last year. Was posted in sort of August last year. So he was twenty years old when he posted this. Just bearing that in mind. So he's your basically your age when he posted it. Yeah. Right. Strengths. Fire control, fire breath, fire immunity, fire aura, fire absorption, heat generation. Is he fire retardant, at least? (laughs) Weakness, water can stop fire. Well, um, that makes sense. (laughs) That's that's, that's not a weakness. That's a statement of fact. But but 
I suppose if you throw water on him, he stops forever. So he, it's just a euphemism for dying. Like the Burning Man from Metal Gear Solid 5. However, yeah. Oh Jordan, my Jordan, Jesus. You can see a drawing now. I'll bring it up for both is of us. Is that a Simpson? This is the drawing what? of Ben the Hedgehog. What is we'll that? Put, we'll put this on Twitter. We'll put this on the, the podcast for people that want to listen yeah, to it. Yeah. yeah, if anyone um, wants to uh, find this, wanna... we'll tweet it from at Radio. The problem is, I, I began thinking... Huh, look how funny this is. Then I realised clearly this person is massively autistic and I probably shouldn't laugh at him. Um, considering I checked for his his 20th birthday, he received a Bionicle and Kung Fu Panda on DVD. Well, that's, that's everything. Which is more than I got. Do you think fair. maybe he's lied about his age and he's actually like seven? Possibly. Possibly. He might have just said he was a, I don't know. I don't know. Um, but there we go. There's a Hedgehog Personas. Would you be interested in trying to do a link as a hedgehog personas? <laughs> I could do. We, we we could give it a go. We could give it a go. Should we should we, we come go. back to that in should the next link? Back? Yes. Let's come back to that one. Hey, I've got to go fast. Better put on my special shoes. Hey. I'm Jordan the Hedgehog. I work for the I worked for the Black Widows till I did that thing. And what brand of shoes have you got, Sonic? Are they really cool? So no. I can buy some too. Because uh, I'm a nerdy His name geek. is James. What did I say? James, you said James. Oh, Sonic. Sorry, it's because I'm such hey. a klutzy nerdy geek. Did I guys mention that I'm a master of sound? <laughs> <laughs> I'm Eggman. Did somebody say Sonic? Dr. Eggman, you've got a science degree, haven't you? From the University of Eggs. <laughs> well, how can, what are the entry requirements for the University of Eggs? I don't know. My brother made it up. Your brother made it He gave can, me a degree. Could I, could I get in even on my head? I'm a master of sound. <laughs> <laughs> I need to put on my special shoes. I can't. I can't. <laughs> you, he can't. He can't do it. He can't do it. <laughs> he can't do it. I'm, I'm almost like Snake from Metal Gear Solid. I work for several organisations. Yeah, but not quite. I played Metal Gear Solid on the PlayStation uh, 2. I was, and then on PlayStation 3. And then on I was born well. in a machine. And I'm going to play the new one. Has anyone played the new one? Because I think it's really good. And there's a bit in it where you're playing as Solid Snake, right? And he's going through this tunnel and he's crouched down. Wait, Robbie the Hedgehog, since when do you have a lisp? Because I'm, I'm a nerdy geek, and if you've got a list, and nerdy geeks have lists. If you've got a list, then you're unpopular in school, and nerdy geeks are unpopular in school. Who's Darian? Because I work for Darian. Is that an organisation? Is that a person? I don't know. Darian. Darian. I'm just going to keep saying Darian. Dar- Dar- they make good cheese. Darian triangles. Hey guys. <laughs> Does anyone want a Kit Kat bar? I love Kit Kats and cats. <laughs> Me. Meow. <laughs> no, kill me. Kill me. What are we doing? What are we doing? Why are we, are we doing, doing this? You know, this is one of the moments when, like, I look at us, and occasionally I look at everything we've done as verbal discharge, <laughs> and I'm a bit proud of us. This is one of the moments where I look at it and I think, what on earth are we doing with ourselves? And yet I'm still proud. I'm still proud. I'm in a position in which I can do this and not feel immediately ashamed of no, myself. No, no, like, um, yeah. 
I mean, I do feel ashamed of myself. Oh, I do, yeah, constantly. But, but not... But for other reasons. Yeah. Just in general, mostly. This is just like, where can we go from this? Like, I feel broken and hollow. Um... I do constantly, though. So, really, this is the only relapse I've had in four years. Oh, fair enough. Wait, wait, you feel normal whilst pretending to be a hedgehog? <laughs> yeah, a lispy hedgehog. Lispy, nerdy, geeky hedgehog. A lispy, nerdy, geeky hedgehog, who also um, has... Um, your uh, Data Robbie has been friends with Andrew Miranda... <laughs> But the real Robbie has never met them. Who is the data Robbie? The data Robbie. It was when uh, it was bought. The date of Robbie. Oh, I don't know. So we didn't address the fact either uh, in that little segment that I have a wolf. Uh, sorry, sorry. You I, have a wolf. I have a wolf who is my bro, or yeah. or at least I'm. I. It, it actually says in the description he have a bro, wolf. Maybe. maybe. Now, now, now it says he have a bro. Bro is capitalized, and then it says comma. And there is Wolf. Now, I don't know if that is trying to say he has a bro called Wolf or if it is addressing a wolf. Maybe. He have a bro, Wolf. Maybe it's kind of a rip-off band. So Wolf Brother instead of Wolf Mother. Uh, Who knows? Maybe maybe it's like a fan-fictionalised Wolf Mother. Like the the, the Poundland equivalent of Wolf Mother. Wolf Brother. (laughs) Like like maybe kind of Penny Store. I don't know about... I don't know about pounds. The penny <laughs> store. Is, is there a penny store? There is not anymore, but there used to be. There used to be penny stores. But that's inflation for you, really. Well, yeah. yeah. In in a few years' time, we'll all be going to our 10-quid stores. Uh, enjoying the value for money there. Before you know it, uh, oh, yes, Freddo will cost a pound. Uh, everything will Freddo do. is like the, the kind of stamp for inflation, isn't it? Yeah, yeah it is. You can actually um, track the inflation rate by following the uh, rise in the cost of Freddo's. In, in, interesting tidbit for you here. Um, if, 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 if the wage... Right, uh, you know FTSE one hundred, the yeah. C, the the one thousand even the CEOs there. Yeah. If 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 normal wages increased with with theirs, mm. the, in inflation wise, the minimum wage would be eighteen pound eighty nine. So there you go. There's a tidbit. Be angry at the rich one percent. There you go. That's worth. That's there you go. Because we've done a lot of stuff today, but you've just learned something. Because that's not a lie. That's that. That, that, that that's, is the actual truth. You know what, Jordan? This is. We, we need you to bring this slight touch <laughs> of class to this otherwise hedgehoggy mess. <laughs> <laughs> You're back, and you're in those dwindling twilight seven minutes that is the kind of traditional discharge ending, I suppose. Yeah. It's always an interesting link, isn't it? Because we never really expressly have anything planned. No. But we know that there's things that we want to say. Tell you what, why don't we mix it up a bit this week? Instead of just rambling until we come to an end, and then we plug our stuff, why don't we plug our stuff right now, and then ramble for however long we've got left? So... So, yesterday... Yep. There was no, not yesterday. Yeah, yesterday on the blog there was a post. Ben did it. Ben did it. He is not it. here, but he is, or rather, his work is on the blog. Yeah, it was about the best pig you'll ever see, and let me tell you, it was a pretty good pig. He, it was, it was quite fantastic. He came to me quite late last night and said, "James, I've got to do the discharge blog. What should I do it about?" And I said, "Do it about the best pigs." And he took that as the best pig. And then wrote a, uh, purely from that prompt, wrote uh, a surprisingly lengthy article yeah. Yeah. about the best pig. Yes. And it was, it was interesting. So if you want to find that, you can find it on our blog, which you can find at verbaldischarge.co.uk. Uh, also there, worth saying, again, we've mentioned it a couple of times, but you can now, along the, the bar at the top, click buy live show tickets. Or just live show can tickets. buy live show tickets. Yep. And they come are and on see us now. live, 5th, uh, 5th of May. 5th of May at the Maple Cafe Bar and Theatre in Derby. We were there this afternoon. 
Um, we, took, we, the we took some pictures. Took some pictures. So you'll be nice. seeing it's some lovely. of those soon. It's really lovely. The live show is on May fifth. It yep. will be recorded as the fiftieth episode. So yes. if you want your chance to potentially be in verbal discharge or not, if you don't want, if you just want to turn up and watch, that's cool. You can find us at the Maypole, May the fifth. Yeah. Tickets are five pounds. Tickets are yeah five pound five pound fifty online because there's a booking fee. Um, or five pound on the door. The door. Yeah. Uh, if you want to, you want to buy them. The money that is made, any profit we make off that, is going back into keeping the podcast running. Obviously, we're coming to our end here at the, at, at the university. It's yeah, our third year. On. We are planning to keep this running. Um, we want to keep the show going, but so we don't quite know how yet. We, we are. We are. A, attempting at the moment i think to get as much money as we can to build our own studio yes basically so um and i mean brick by brick guys <laughs> no um no we'll probably have a shed somewhere in which we broadcast from but every, everything basically it's not really going into our pockets it's being no. invested back in the show so if yeah. you like it you are basically supporting yeah. we the continuation penny, every penny everyone that comes if you want to buy a ticket for your mum even though she isn't going to be there please do so any money will go back in yeah just so we can keep it going because we want to keep it going we know if you if you enjoy listening hopefully you want to continue listening and if you want to stay updated with what we're doing you can do that on our facebook page which you can find at facebook.com forward slash verbal discharge or you can find us on twitter and that's just at verb radio or you can email us anything you want at things at verbal discharge.co.uk now is there anything else we want to plug um, um the sockets in the wall plug sockets how dare you i'm sorry do well, we, do we uh, have see, the thing is that, no 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 we don't so you no. see what we've done here we've created a unique situation for ourselves and we've never done this before we've never plugged the things beforehand and then had a few minutes to fill mm. so how are we going to fill these few minutes what have we learned today <laughs> i've learned that... that was the most horrible question that I, did you ever get that question from like a teacher yeah and and, you, and because obviously we were all hyper intelligent as children you Obviously. you had to make something up because you hadn't learned anything, and it's not because you weren't listening and doodling. Because... It's because you already knew it. Yeah. yeah. Well, there were there were times I think at primary school where that actually was the truth. Yeah. I mean, um, I was I was in top set, you oh. know, platinum oh. set as it oh, was called. Really? Yes. Platinum yes. set. There was the platinum set, Isn't which that the was the nightclub in Derby. No, that's that's baby platinum, baby, which yeah. which was it's also my preschool. There are <laughs> some, <laughs> if you go to baby platinum, there are some fantastic sets. Oh, I am the worst human being. You you are you are. But yeah, um, our, our our primary school was ranked by colours, and then as we got into junior school, it was then types of metal. So you so you had platinum, the, the, which was top set, gold, mm-hmm. silver, bronze. And then copper, because obviously... You had a copper set? Yeah. That is beyond insulting. <laughs> At least it wasn't like, I don't know, die-cast iron or something, something really terrible. <laughs> Balsa wood. What, uh, what, what, what sets were we all in for things? Oh, okay. Um, should we run through by subject? So, yeah. English, what set were we in for? Top set. Top set. Top set. Yeah. Maths. Top set. Top set. I was in set four of eight. Okay. That's a lot of sets. We had five sets. I We had three, and I scraped into the top set. Um, by like a handful of marks. This is going to be really like the sciences. Shall I? Shall I just go ahead and leave you to to do it? Because I was in top set for everything. Uh, you were in top set for everything. Yeah, I, of course you were. Though, why am I surprised? <laughs> I was briefly moved down to second set in science during year eight. At which point, I was so far ahead of the rest of the class. It was fantastic. Um, everyone just turned to me and looked for the answers. Um, but otherwise, I was in. I think top set for everything. Um, Even French. Yeah, I, I was in top set for yeah. French. Uh, I was in top set for French. But then they moved me down to bottom set. Now that sounds like a drastic drop, but there were two sets. Oh. <laughs> you had you had top set, 
which was everyone who wanted to study French. Yeah. And you had bottom set, which was everyone else. Yeah. Um, and that was the most maddening, maddening thing. And regardless of me begging my teachers, please, for the love of God, get me away from these people. Put me back in top set, please. They wouldn't. And they left me there. Um, and most of the lesson plans revolved around talking about Coronation Street. In French? Not even in French. Um, oh, occasionally, cool. you do some verb conjugation, but m- for most, for the most part, it was Coronation Street and occasionally Emmerdale. Wow. Yeah, riveting, I, riveting I stuff. I can't really remember. We had like quite an enthusiastic French teacher. Mm. The only problem was none of us was uh, were enthusiastic about French, <laughs> so she was really going for it. She really tried her hardest to teach mm. us. Um, I. No, it just, it, it just didn't happen. <laughs> I've spoken on episode 41 yep. about my French teacher. Your horrible, horrible I recall, I recall. Yeah. harpy of a French teacher. Yeah, yeah. She, was, she was a woman. soulless bitch. Well, well only I wasn't going to say it, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, I believe we've just ticked past our, uh, our designated slot. We are now officially in verbal discharge overtime. Oh, Can someone have a final word? Final me? word of the... I'm going to cut that out of the podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And use it as B-roll. But... Can we please have a final word of the week? James. Gossips.